Hello and welcome, fellow 8-Bit Heroes. Uh, today we are going to jump right into things uh, with our topics for the week. Uh, as far as anime is concerned, we have our Cannon Busters review, our Fire Force impressions, our Demon Slayer impressions, uh, a DBZ voice actor scandal, which is what we're going to talk about at some point. Uh, as far as games, we have Remnant of the Ashes, Borderlands 3, Greedfall, TV, we got Mind Hunters, The Boys, Orphan Black Next Chapter. Movies, we got It Chapter 2, Dave Chappelle, Sticks and Stones. And we also are going to be talking about the idea of casting a black Magneto. In addition to that, we are going to touch on the <laughs> Miss Monopoly uh, game and, and how we feel about that changing the game or just, you know our general impressions of the new version of Monopoly. So we're going to start it off with anime like we always do with uh, Cannon Busters. Now, for those of you not familiar with Cannon Busters, uh, I'll read the synopsis out for you guys from IMDb, and it says, Explore the fantastic land of Gearbolt as we follow a motley crew of travelers on an unforgettable journey to reunite two best friends. Sam is a high-end friendship robot determined to reunite with her best friend, Kelby, the missing heir to the kingdom under siege. Casey Turnbuckle is an outdated, spunky, grease monkey repair robot looking for an upgrade. Philly the Kid is a wanted, immortal fugitive looking for a chance to shake them. Along for the ride is the greatest swordsman ever known, or never known, and an oversized Cadillac Eldorado that transforms into a sentient giant robot on their own. They're a lost cause. Together, they're the highest or hippest group of travelers in action fantasy. Is that your phone? I don't know whose phone that was. Yeah, I keep hearing something vibrating. No, that's my phone vibrating. I don't know why it's doing that. <laughs> Besides the idea that it's just trying to piss me off. But to silence everything. I was just about to text y'all. I'm texting the thing goes. Like anybody else here vibrating? <laughs> just I swear it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> man, whatever, man. Y'all you are gonna we're gonna be professional. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we trying, but you know, you over there vibrating. Y'all not trying. <laughs> so anyway, Cannon Busters. All right, y'all. Yeah. So looking at Cannon Busters, I mean, what do y'all really think of it? Especially if we're talking about uh, whether you know it's a skip or a stream. Um, I'd say it's a stream. Uh, you definitely should watch it, but it ain't, it ain't, uh, like groundbreaking or nothing, but it's, it's streamable. I wouldn't say skip it. It's something to at least check out. I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like this is what Neo Yokio should have been from the beginning. Um, like it's, it's, it's. It's pretty good to have, you know, the American cast that it does and all that. Um, I don't know. I like it. I think it's a it's a cute it's a cute anime. I mean, okay. You know, by the I, way, I would stream it. 
All right. If you say Neo Yokio um, five times in the mirror, Jaden Smith will come out and start talking about his hands. Just saying. You stop. You stop that. You stop that I'd, now. I, I might be all right with that. You know. <laughs> you would. You would sit there and just laugh at him the whole time. Be like, tell me more about these hands. <laughs> what? You should never be okay with Jaden Smith talking about his hands. Well, you know, once you look at your hands, you get to know everything. So, like, right, according to him, yeah, the universe, be, whatever secrets. he smokes, it must be the Bombay. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Nobody got that kind of money to smoke what he smoked. Yeah, I it. But I mean, I like the anime. I actually, uh, in the beginning, if it was like the first couple episodes, I would have said that it's a skip. Um, because certain characters are just, they're, they're kind of irritating, especially when we have to deal with the stuff happening in Bodica, uh, dealing with mm-hmm. Prince Kelby. Uh, Prince Kelby yeah. might be one of the most irritating characters in the history of anime. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, wait, on in general? Yeah, he's pretty, up, he's pretty up there. I'll put him the most annoying on this uh, anime right here. I don't even know what tier list to put him in in all animes, but I know this, they could have, his character could have not even been in the show, and I wouldn't even care. This is true. Yeah. He's a... I don't know if he's the most annoying in anime, period, honestly. But he is quite irritating in the show. Yeah, he just seemed pointless, and it's weird the way they wrote it. It's a lot of characters on here. Like I said, I like... I think I like other characters more than I supposed to like certain characters and then um like that prince you were just talking about it was a scene like it seemed like bad right it's weird it seemed like they rewrite it a couple times but it's like a one scene if i can talk about spoilers like just for this scene right here it was um where i think what was the bodyguard was telling them they had to do some i think the Prince was complaining or something, and he was like, "You got to do this." And oh, yeah, he's just like, and he, and he was just like, "Okay, right. Like, yeah, he just changed right. He's like, "Okay," and then he gave the bodyguard like some command. I was like, "That's weird." Like, I don't know. Like, he, it's like he gave him a pep talk, and it completely changed him right on the spot, right there. And then he was like, "All oh, arrogant with his, you know, with his commands or something." I don't. It's just weird. It's stuff I have to be watching live to explain it to you. I have to watch it again. I, I understand what you're talking about. That that one where he's like, "I want to rest. I'm tired. I want to go in there." And he's like, "Look, kid, like this place has been taken over. So, what in the world?" And he's like, "Well, I want to rest anyway." And he was just he was being a little brat. And it's it's weird because he's supposed to be a crown prince, like the next heir to the throne. And the sad part is, I like the villain more than I like him. <laughs> I think I'd the probably... villain... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I would say the villain, to me, this is like one of the... I don't think it villain is like, well wrote out either. Like, he's somebody else I didn't care for. That I don't even know nothing about him. I, I still don't. I watched the whole thing. Still really don't know nothing about him. I was just like, okay. And that was it. I just... I don't know. He showed up. Said some stuff and then it went off and nothing happened with him. Um, you find out more as you watch about him and who he is and why he's doing what he's doing. 
Um, Even then, but, it's still kind of weak. Yeah, it is. It's super weak. Like, I watched it all. It's just, it, I don't know. It's like the, the worst. I think the the worst villain. Well, he's not really a he's, villain. Well, he might be like, some complicated character, but it's. I'm just saying, you don't feel it. You watch it, and you ever had to put him on some tier list, he won't be on no tier list at all. He's going to be not thought about. It's just, he's, I think he, he wouldn't even come up in your mind. Like, I was watching, I was like, is anything going to happen with him at all? And nothing. Like, it's weird the way that the show just ended and nothing well, happened with him. He he doesn't seem like he's actually the main villain anyway. It seems like he's... A lackey. Well, that's a spoiler. Yeah, that's yeah. a spoiler, too. Never mind. Um... <laughs> So, final verdict, uh, we all say it's definitely worth a stream. Uh, if it came on DVD or Blu-ray, I wouldn't necessarily buy it. I wouldn't need it in nah. the collection, but it is definitely worth a watch. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more Americanized. Like, that's the thing. It's like you, if you're looking for something more American, less Japanese, I guess, that's, that's where to go. So, yeah. And if you like certain anime, if you like Cowboy Bebop or you like uh, Trigun, he's got the hair. If you he like uh, Gundam, if you like Transformers, if you like any anime, you think of. <laughs> There's a little this, bit of everything. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a little bit of everything up in there. Yep. Yep, it sure does. All right, Cowboy so that'll Eddie. do it for Cannon Busters. All right, next thing we got up is uh, Fire Force. Um, so I'm going to read the synopsis for that. From the creator of Soul Eater comes a brand new blazing manga set in a world where humans spontaneously ignite and turn into flaming demon-like creatures, a disease most feared and known by the name human body ignition phenomenon. Enter Shinra Kusakabe, a boy with the ability to ignite at his own will, who joins the Special Fire Force Company 8 of Tokyo to fight the flame humans achieve his goal of becoming a hero and uncover the truth behind his family's death. Um, I love the story of this anime. Like I really do. I think that it's got pretty interesting characters. Um, you know, you're, you're genuinely interested in, uh, in Shinra's life. Um, I also like the little dynamic of him and his crew. Uh, I love the the little dynamic between him and the night dude, which I guess they went to school together. And, you know, it's the more characters join in, it, it's actually a really rich anime, I think. But it's the same thing. It's a boy that finds his way in the world and all that, so... Yeah, I I love I really love that anime. I know there's some things that Jacob doesn't particularly love about it. <laughs> right, so, first of all, first and foremost, is it a stream? Is it a buy on Blu-ray, or is it a skip for you? Um, it's definitely not a skip. Like, it should some but everybody should watch this anime. It's it's pretty freaking good. Um buy on blu-ray i cannot actually answer that yet i don't know if that sounds right but i can't answer that yet because i haven't gotten far enough to say you know 
so far I'm I like it a lot. But I can't tell you to buy it yet. <laughs> so So it's a stream for you definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Um all right. So as far as Fire Force goes, I really really enjoy this anime. And the reason that I really enjoy it, I love the uh the opening theme. Really love it. Um I like the characters uh, especially even the ones that I don't particularly like. I still like if that makes any sense. Um, I think Shinra is a great character and he's kind of a flip on the shonen uh, style of anime uh, in the idea that uh, there are a lot of tropes that he's able to circumvent. Uh, you know, like the, the whole trope of, you know, if you accidentally fall into a girl's, you know, uh, breasts or whatever, you know, she's going to knock you out and, you know, and you're going to, your, your nose is going to bleed like that. The Shinra character doesn't fall into that trope like whatsoever. Um, uh, I like his co company eight is very interesting because none of them are the same and they're, they all have their unique personalities. So I think that's really cool. And I like the other companies that are in the fire force. Uh, if I had to, there are a lot of shonen anime that I really don't enjoy that. I really have to kind of force myself to watch and enjoy. Um, I really liked black clover in the beginning, but as it went on, it kind of got on my nerves um, and there are various other shonen anime that they rub me the wrong way as well. But this one, I think, strikes a really good balance um, as far as character progression goes. Um, and he, the uh, main character Shinra, doesn't seem like a character that is derivative of other characters. And I really like the creativity there. Things I don't like, though, um, I'm really starting to get pissed with this whole uh animation style where when the when the camera kind of zooms out and it's like a it's like a wide shot from far away all of the characters faces have no details just an outline of the face like there's no eyes nose it's just a blank <laughs> face and I, I cannot stand it takes me out of every single episode and i really hate it like the first time I saw it was in Devil Man Crybaby, and it just keeps happening, and it is the most irritating uh, thing to come out of the newer generation of anime. But other than that, I mean, like I say, there's so much to enjoy about this series. So right now, I would say if you were gonna buy the first volume, just based on what uh, has uh, how it's been going, I would say it's a buy on Blu-ray for me. Okay. I mean, I yeah, I, the animation can get irritating, and it, it is it's it just comes off as lazy. It it does, but as for for me, I can just overlook that. I can just be like, you know, <laughs> it'll it'll stop being like that in a minute. So I know it takes you completely out of the experience, though. You're just like, ah, yeah, the story is really good. All right, cool. Well, um, we ain't gonna get my opinion on this, huh? <laughs> how, how, how far are you we into forgot it, about Drew. Well, listen here. I've watched zero episodes. But <laughs> from from what you said about it earlier, these people catching on fire reminds me of one of my favorite Iron Man movies, Part Three, where the people catch <laughs> on fire. So I'm automatically going. No, no, don't, don't. 
Automatic. Don't don't insult don't insult Shinra and his world like that. What's wrong with you? Right. Don't, don't do that. Don't don't, don't bring them into the world of fake Mandarin. Blu-ray. That's it. Nah, nah, son. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that to Shinra. You don't deserve that. He's a hero, damn it. He is a hero. Yeah. <laughs> so next <laughs> next up, we have uh let's see. The anime Demon Slayer, and uh, this one is actually uh, one that I'm uh, I'm really happy to talk about. So I'm going to read the synopsis, and then you know we'll we'll get into how we feel about that. But uh, you know, like I say, this is just one that that I'm really excited to really talk about, and I really didn't want to jump into it too early. So I feel like right now we're we're at a really good point to to talk about it. <laughs> AKA he couldn't wait any longer. But. Okay. So <laughs> Tanjiro Kamado is a heart uh kind-hearted and intelligent boy who lives with his family making money by selling charcoal. Everything changes when his family is a- attacked and slaughtered by demons. Tanjiro and his sister Nezuko are the sole survivors of the incident. Nezuko is now a demon, but still surprisingly shows signs of human emotion and thought. Tanjiro becomes a demon slayer to help his sister turn human again and to prevent the same tragedy that happened to him and his sister from happening to others. Yep. You want to go first? Since, I mean, All we right, both good. Yes, love I'm this, go but... First. Okay. So, Demon Slayer is quite possibly one of the most beautifully animated series of the last 10 years. It is mm-hmm. just gorgeous. Every piece of this anime is, is so well thought out, so well illustrated and animated on screen. It is completely beautiful from start to finish. And the story complements how beautiful the art is. Um, the way in which you have a character that talks in Tanjiro and then a silent character in Nezuko, uh, and yet their, their communication can't be more clear when they're interacting with each other is just, it's, it's just brilliant. You can tell that they are, that they are siblings that have grown up together just based on their interactions. Now, uh, I will warn you, there are moments of comedy in this series, as in most uh, anime of this caliber, but the the comedy is great, too. Like, it will have you just on the floor laughing. There are some characters that might take it a little too far, a little over the top, <laughs> but uh, for the most part, they, they bring it back down when it gets a little too much, you know, when the jokes get to be a little too much and then they bring it back to the center with the story. Um, but this is an anime that you owe it to yourself to watch. Even if you're not really an anime fan, watching Demon Slayer might change your mind or at least get you to like this particular series. It is that well done. Um, I would definitely say, regardless of how this ends, um, it is a buy on Blu-ray. Yeah, I actually agree with that. Um, I, when I first started watching it, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know if 
I didn't really understand where it was going or, you know, it, it was, it was odd for me, the first like two episodes, but once it got into, you know, once his story began, it was just, it just got better and better and better as the episodes went by and the fights, oh my God. Like the fights are something, it's it's an art form. It was almost like watching art. It's truly beautiful. The fight scenes are the best thing. Because, you know, sometimes most animes, they, they just to make things seem cooler, they, they blur certain things. There's not enough detail. But with, with the fights in this anime, everything is so crisp and so detailed. You could pause it at any point in time and it's just be like, wow. This is really well detailed, um, which is where I believe the beauty comes from. Because um, for screen for screen, they put a lot of effort into it. And truly beautiful. Um, I also agree that it is something that you should have on your shelf as a collector. Um, I love the brother and sister story. I mean, he's a he's a true big brother, you know trying to protect his his little sister and um and then there's the other characters that are so rich like um what's the boy's name um with the pig's head inosuke yeah inosuke you know i love him absolutely love him he is great and he's probably become one of my favorite characters because he is such a hard-working, clueless little fellow. <laughs> he's just, he's trying to figure life out and in, in this late of a stage, poor baby. But um, I love him. I like Nezuko because she's, she's got, she cared so much about her family that she resisted something that, mostly any anyone else in the series couldn't so she's actually really strong female character i've read some things online that you know they were talking about how she's she's muzzled or whatever it's like well yeah she's trying not to eat you <laughs> but uh but no she's actually a really strong character and actually the fact that she's there is the reason that the main character is alive. So, you know, I think that that's pretty cool. Their little, little dynamic. Um, they didn't make her weak or vulnerable, which is pretty cool. Um, I like that the other slayers themselves are, you know, you have a wide range of different types of warriors, different types of slayers, You've got the slayers that are in it for glory. There, there, there are some that, you know, that are just, I don't, I don't really know how they got into it. And then you've got the higher ranks that you're just kind of like, huh, and they're so different. Every single one. Then you've got the, the little blonde boy that has to pass out. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's a really rich character development for each and every one of them. So I'm excited to see how this keeps going and 
everything transpires. But yeah, it's definitely a keep. All right. So now we got to get into some. Did Drew ever see it? Jacob. Have you seen it? No, no. Yes. I was waiting so I could ask him real quick. No, I haven't watched it yet. It is some on my back burner. But I was going to say, okay. um, so it's not a part two or a spinoff of Goblin Slayer. <laughs> no. No, no, no. There, there are no goblins in Demon Slayer. And is it... Uh, probably oh, because the Goblin Slayer killed them all. <laughs> and then is it... Um, is the season over yet? Uh, no. Uh, I think it's at episode 23 or 24. But oh, okay. it's, it's like they seem to be going for the whole 26 episodes for a season on this. So Okay. Well, it's, it's good. It's near the end. Well, it's good. It's mm-hmm. near the ending because I can binge it. I usually like to binge my anime stuff whenever I can't watch it from week to week. It's too many. So I'd rather just binge yeah. them. So I'll keep up with it. And as soon as it last episode hit, I'll watch them all. Uh, yeah, that's good. probably going to be very satisfying considering every time I watch it and there's nothing left, I'm just like, but but what happened? <laughs> I get really, really, really sad. So that's probably the best idea is to binge it as soon as it's done. But yeah, it's it's a beautiful anime. It is really well written. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, next we're going to talk about some, some silliness, but we've got to cover it. So, uh, the, vo- uh, the uh, English voice actors behind uh, the show Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super have apparently been uh, outed in some basically recorded outtakes uh, where they were basically just, you know, playing around on the mic. And I don't know why, but for whatever reason, these, uh, you know, these jokes were recorded. And basically, these uh, voice actors are in character as their various characters on the show, making some uh, really inappropriate jokes throughout. Um, And normally, something like this wouldn't be relevant, but because of the scandal already going on at Funimation regarding a uh, voice actor by the name of Vic Mignogna, who... uh, voices Broly uh, in the uh, Broly movie, and also he's voiced various uh, uh, characters over a 30-year career, uh, including Edward Elric uh, from Full Metal Alchemist. Um, A lot of the fans are apparently calling hypocrisy on uh, Funimation for keeping all of these voice actors, but kicking uh, Vic for uh, seemingly... Nothing, especially in light of there being little to no evidence of any wrongdoing on his part. Um, And I'll just go over a couple of, uh, uh, best I can, I'll go over a couple of things that were said in these uh, recording sessions. So, Sonny Strait, the uh, actor that is responsible for the voice of Krillin, uh, commenting how hard it is to keep a bee on straight stating that it's impossible despite how he continues to give her food, give her presents, and give her rings. Uh, Sean Schlemmel, Schemmel? Yeah, Schemmel. uh, The voice actor of uh, character Goku uh, is asking a group to... uh, (laughs) 
Give him fellatio until he climaxes all over their faces. He also is reported as saying things uh, in a very anti-gay way, calling his uh, his character's son um, a F-word that is an expletive and an insult to gay people, uh, rhymes with rabbit. Um, <laughs> what the heck, what the heck, Jacob? Also, Chris Rager, uh, the actor behind uh, Hercule, saying uh, that he's not even this gorgeous and using the C word that rhymes with blunt. Then mm. there's Christopher Sabat, who's actually my personal favorite. Uh, he is the voice of Vegeta, uh, Kami, Mr. Popo, Piccolo, Yamcha, Guru. And he is performing a four-minute scene, complete with sound effects taken from other episodes of Dragon Ball, in which the four characters engage in a in various sexual acts on one another, uh, mostly yeah. violating Yamcha. Uh, this is all from bounding into comics. <laughs> okay, so... That's a very uh, interesting we, way of explaining that. Yes. So, what do you what do you guys think <laughs> about this? Yo, let let me go first then, because this. No. It was, <laughs> I thought I didn't. Okay, me personally, I didn't care that they did it. I thought it was funny. I was listening to it and dying laughing because who haven't made these kind of jokes before and stuff like this? It's just the only thing weird about it is that they actually had. When I first ever heard it, I'd hear sound effects in the background that was Dragon Ball Z music and stuff. And I was like, wow, somebody really took time to put this in here. And then I found out that they did it. So it made it even funnier that they were, that's what they be doing on their off time. So I'm laughing at it. But I know that the only reason that, like I said, I, I don't care either way. And I thought it was funny. But I know a lot of people just want blood because they went after the, the Broly voice actor guy and got him fired and. I yeah. guess doing some Me Too stuff to him, and then I guess it won't true, and so now people just want blood from them, and they ready to tear down complete all of Dragon Ball Z to just get them for screwing that guy over. So I'm like, you know, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. I don't know. That's, that's up to them. But it that whole, those videos, or those uh, that audio stuff had me dying laughing. I, I mean, that's all I can say. It was funny. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, sometimes I was kind of like, "Well, well, dang, <laughs> we doing this, huh?" But um, honestly, they could have stood up for um the the actor that you know really got screwed over, um, because somebody didn't like him and they didn't stand up for him, and I think that was really crappy, but. At the same time, I don't really like paying people with the same, hitting people with the same stick, basically. So, I don't know. Um, they just need to apologize to um, the actor that they really screwed over, which was, um, what was his name? The one, Ed, I know him as Edward Eric's voice. Yeah, Vic, um, Vic Mignogna. Yeah, they, they need to apologize to Vic, because Vic was actually a really nice guy. And, you know, 
if they were talking about he was touching um, fans, like these fans asked for a hug. I don't know how you hug without actually having some contact, but I mean, the man was, was, was a professional. Um, and what they did to him was really crappy. And they Funimation really just needs to apologize to him because that was uncalled for completely. Um, as far as the other actors are concerned, I mean, they were having a good time. And that wasn't supposed to be aired. That was something that was leaked. They were doing this between them. You know, it's they were having a good time enjoying their work. So I don't I don't really see what the big deal is. I understand that it is hypocritical that, you know, but honestly, they're not going to fire the whole cast. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, personally, I, if it was just this incident, I don't, I don't really care. It like, like Drew said, it was funny. Sometimes kind of gross, but, but funny. <laughs> um, but you know, they just honestly, I think they just needed to make it right with with Rick. And, I can I can see already. I think what they'd do is because I don't think they'll get rid of anybody. I just see the people whoever doing that Dragon Ball Z stuff just giving away a bunch of stuff and doing stuff for fans, like just trying to you know. I could already imagine like a commercial in my head where you got like the Goku voice, like "Hey guys, it's me, Goku," and you see him animated doing it, and all of a sudden. <laughs> The screen cuts over to the guy who does his voice, and he's like, "I'm whatever his name is," and he'd be like, uh, they, "I just see them talking about how they go give away a bunch of stuff." He's like, "Hey, we're giving this away to to some homeless people. We're helping because that's what Dragon is all about. Saving people. I can just see them doing some commercial like that right now." <laughs> yeah, just don't sodomize the, the the homeless person. You'll be fine, Goku. You know, leave Yamcha alone. Whatever, man. Yeah, <laughs> poor Yamcha. Yeah. <laughs> just getting violent. Save, save the Yamchas of the world. It's like, oh, nah. Um, like I said, I think that was meant to be a private little session between them, just kind of warming up before they started work, and someone just kind of leaked it. So gone too far. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to our gaming section now. So, uh, first game we're going to talk about is a game that we've all been playing extensively, and that's Remnant of the Ashes. So, let me go over the synopsis with you guys. The world has been thrown into chaos by an ancient evil from another dimension. Humanity is struggling to survive, but they possess the technology to open portals to other realms and alternate realities. They must travel through these portals to uncover the mystery of where the evil came from, scavenge resources to stay alive, and fight back to carve out a foothold for all mankind to rebuild. Remnant of the Ashes is a third-person survival action shooter set in a post-apocalyptic world overrun by monstrous creatures. As one of the last remnants of humanity, you'll set out alone or alongside up to two other players to face down hordes of deadly enemies and epic bosses and try to carve a foothold, rebuild, and then retake what was lost. All right. So, who wants to go first? 
I feel oh. like the highest ranking one should go first, which is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I love the game. That's all I can say. I don't have anything bad to say about it. Um, like with the game wise playing it, like the shooting feels good and running around. Uh, everything's pretty fun. I like fighting the bosses. Uh, they can be hard, especially when you like when I first went through the story the first time. You don't really know how you're supposed to beat them or what's going on. And it's like, I know me and a few people have played where we would be fighting the first boss. Like when I got to the first boss, and I know we fought him at least like 50 times just trying to get, because we were all under leveled, and we're trying to fight this boss, and he's running <laughs> at us and charging us, and then you got little pink things blowing us up and making us call for we can't run, and yep. it was just a big mess. But after you and after we like we getting frustrated and like I say we did this like over fifty times and then finally we beat it we was like you know we were like all happy which I love because yep. I missed that from video games and then we'd go <laughs> beat it on each other's map and we had complete like beat it first try after that like once you beat them and you know the mechanics you good after that like you just it's great I love it like um, the story. The actual story of it, I couldn't tell you anything. Some some tree tree monster people. That's all I know. So the story, <laughs> the story is like whatever. I'm just there for the shooting and the fighting and the the farming. And I love the way that you can um like let's say we fought a boss. You can just kill the boss, and you might get a reward from just all y'all shooting him up and kill him. You could also fight that same boss and maybe shoot his legs off before you kill him. You'll get a whole different kind of thing. You could shoot him down and pull something out of his body before you kill him, and you'll get some. You have different uh, speech. Uh, what do you call it? Um, dialogue options. Yeah, dialogue options. And depending on how you answer and whatever you say, you can get different things from that. So you have to always keep going. You don't play through this game once. Uh I got friends who have played through it like 10 times and they still don't have the stuff they need because they have to go back and do everything a particular way. And I've only beat it once, like my whole story, but I've played it, I don't know how many times, just like helping random friends from their beginning mm -hmm. to get close to the end. So, like I said, I have fun with it. I'm waiting for the next update, I think, is on the 19th. I think they're adding in like a new stage and some new armor and maybe new weapons or boss or something. I'm not sure, but I'm waiting to, I can't wait to play it. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. For myself, I, I enjoyed the game. Uh, basically the, the best way I can describe it is it is dark souls with guns and I really liking it. Um, I'm really proud of this developer gunfire games because you can definitely see a progression in their uh, in their confidence in their product, and just the, their general skill level has definitely increased since their last game. Um, for those of you who don't know, they uh, developed uh, Darksiders Three, which is not a bad game at all. Uh, it's actually free on PlayStation Plus this month. So if you do, if you have PlayStation Plus and you have not. This game, I would suggest you do so. Uh, but as far as Remnant of the Ashes is concerned, the only real complaint I have is that uh, the online sometimes will take a dump straight on you. I mean, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, gone, and you'll be <laughs> dead in the mission, and then you won't be. But other than that, I mean, that's something that can be patched. But other than that, I mean, 
the story is is you know it it works it's not like unbearably you know just yeah it's not serious. bad or anything i just don't know not what's going destiny. on <laughs> yeah i know right it's not destiny um but you I know think it's, that's it's the stick we measure everything by at this point right it's not vanilla <laughs> destiny um right. but you know it's uh it's fun uh, the story's fun. Uh, the characters are are pretty fun. The the combat is fantastic, and playing with you know uh, two friends just makes the game that much better. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I would definitely say that this is a buy uh, at full price, uh, which is also great. So yep. this one came out at what forty bucks, wasn't it? Forty dollars. Yep, thirty nine ninety nine yeah. US. So I and mean, from what I heard, that they I think all updates will be free, like they did in Monster Hunter. Far as I know, they shouldn't. So this is crazy. This is crazy. I seem like they just throwing a game away at us. They, you know. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, like I say, uh, for the price and what you're getting, this is a definite buy for me. What do you guys think? Yeah, like, I mean, 100%. we should definitely go out and support it. Yeah. So that more games will do it. Because, like I say, they're mm-hmm. cheap. They're what twenty dollars cheaper. And far as I know, like mm-hmm. I say, you don't you don't buy any cosmetics. You don't do any of that. And it's uh like a all right. Where's our little music at while we're waiting? <laughs> do 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 do. Do 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 it faster or whatever. Oh, no. It's fine. It's not like we're live. This is real cool. I'm just going to edit this part Bye-bye. Hello. Mm? Dun, 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 dun. Just. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Oh, I just, just got a phone call from somebody. Who called me? Let me see. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, it's somehow it said uh, the group that Jacob, I guess Jacob called me from the hangout just now or something. Mm. Mm.
All right, you guys, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Oh, oh crap. I'm an idiot. I was literally about to do the same stupid thing I just did before. <laughs> I remember where we were when, uh, whenever you say we starting again. Oh, we just ended talking about Remnant of the Ashes. Yeah, but I was saying we were doing that one last line, like about it, because I was, uh, mm-hmm. I think I was, I think I was saying the twenty dollars cheaper. Yeah. Uh, um. Crap! Now, now my brain and went blank. Free content, twenty dollars cheaper. You had already said all that. Yeah, I remember that, but I think I was gonna say something because I think Saudi had said before, or either you had said right before that, like, um, oh, the Saudi glitches. We definitely need to support them. No, no, no. Saudi was saying yeah. we definitely need to support. And I was like, yeah, I said because it'll help. And that's and I started on that thing where I was gonna repeat it over, but actually have it all the other reason why. So that it, uh, maybe other companies will start, you know, start doing it because that's a it's a good model to go by. Like it's give us everything in the game, and if everything ain't in it. You gotta be giving it to us in pieces, free. Like we, we already paid for it. You know. Yeah. Nah. Definitely. Okay. All right. So, uh, next game up is uh, Borderlands Three, and you know everybody's been looking forward to this for quite some time. So let's talk about it. Uh, so. Welcome to Borderlands 3, blast through new worlds and enemies as one of four brand new vault hunters, the ultimate treasure-seeking badasses of the Borderlands, each with deep skill trees, abilities, and customization. Alright, so, for those of you who don't know, Borderlands is a first-person shooter RPG, or what a lot of gamers call a loot shooter, or a looter shooter. Mm -hmm. Uh, so let's start with our thoughts. Um, I love Borderlands. Always has. Borderlands is amazing. Um, I like that they keep the same like type of characters, but they make them slightly different every time. Like no siren is the same, which is what I play. Um and. The stories are always either, always hilarious, but they're always very intricate and fun to play. Um, I don't know. It's just a fun game. Okay. All right. Um, as far as this one is concerned, I actually like the graphical fidelity. I'm really enjoying the uh, not being held back by the PS3 as far as graphics are concerned. Uh, because being held back by the last-gen hardware, to me, definitely uh, held back the pre-sequel uh, mm. as far as what it could have been. Um, also, you know, just uh, little things in general. I, I like like little uh, quality of life uh, updates and tweaks that have been done between this Borderlands and Borderlands 2 and Borderlands pre-sequel. Um, things I do not enjoy uh, about this currently in its current condition. I want to stress that, uh, there is a lot, a lot, a lot of glitches currently, um, especially online. Uh, there's a lot of pop in a lot of, um, a lot of screen tearing, things like that. Um, 
there's also uh, problems uh, with people on various servers um, not being able to uh, enjoy the experience without a lot of stuttering, a lot of dropped frames, things like that. Um, one thing that I do wish Gearbox would have been able to implement is a four-player split screen, um, similar to Borderlands 1. Uh, currently, you can only get up to two-player split screen, but you can do two-player split screen while online. So if you have two people in the same room, you can do a split screen with them while playing online with other players, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it is, I know it's going to, it's a good game now, but I know it's going to be even greater, especially when they can patch out a lot of these problems. But um, we really do need to, as a community of gamers, we really do need to kind of, kind of put our foot down when it comes to some of these games being released in a less than working state. Um, as far as my vote goes, uh, I'd say this is a buy. You know, by the hair of its chin, it's it's a buy, but it, it's definitely, if you love Borderlands, then there's no reason not to get this game. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know, it's fun. Borderlands has always been fun, fun ma mainly because I enjoy the looting system. I've always enjoyed looters, so... It's probably like the ultimate looter. And I like comic book and I like that they put both of these things together. <laughs> the art is always amazing to me. Although in this Borderlands, I don't know if it's the way I have my brightness set up, but I get lost in the fight when there's more than just me in, in the in the party. Like if there is two or three of us, it's like I just I get lost in who's fighting who or who's the enemy. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I just need to fix my brightness or something. And that way I can differentiate from enemy from friend. But yeah, no, I mean, so far I'm loving it. I know that it's been lagging really bad. So, but I'm pretty sure they'll fix that. Okay. Now, Drew, have you, uh, have you been able to uh, get a chance to play this yet? No, I've never played any Borderlands ever. I downloaded the free one that came out. Was it like part two? But I never mm -hmm. played it. But I I know about Borderlands. I know it's a great game. And how long were people waiting for this third one to come out? Oh, my God. Uh, I want to say about four or five years. Yeah. Like I said, I've heard none. I've always just heard good things about <laughs> it. I just It's just one of those games that got past me, and I never got to play. Yeah. All right. The good thing is it's a standalone always. So even if you don't really know about the previous ones, you could always just jump into whichever yeah. one you want and it'll well, be a whole new story. Yeah, well, that's good. That's a good thing, Dan. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool. Okay. So uh, next game is actually a personal favorite of mine and something I really want to talk about because I am loving this game uh the game i'm talking about is greedfall by spiders um if you don't know the uh the developer i mean i understand uh but for those of us who have been playing a lot of obscure rpgs these are the same developers behind um uh behind technomancer uh behind uh, mars warlogs i want to say is what it's called i might be wrong but um 
same type of game as Technomancer, and this is by far their best game. I mean, just the fact that we're talking about underrated studios really showing their growth and their potential as far as what kind of product they're able to put out. I mean, this is between this and Gunfire uh, with uh, Remnant of the Ashes, both of these games coming out relatively around the same time is just amazing. Uh, so I'll read the synopsis. The world is dying. The continent is polluted, overpopulated, and plagued by a deadly, incurable disease. Its weary population grows desperate. But there is a glimmer of hope on the horizon. An island, remote and hidden, has been discovered. Tier Friday, a land spared by the Malachor Plague, a haven of life, wild and untampered by mankind. It is the promise of riches, but also represents the best hope for mankind to find a cure for the, uh, to the Malachor. On the hunt for the cure, explore a fresh new world alongside settlers, mercenaries, and treasure hunters. You set foot on this remote island seeping with magic. All right. So, uh, talking about Greedfall. Greedfall is what happens when you actually get the role-playing part of an RPG. And what I mean by that is your character, uh, Lord Desade, uh, is you know fully customizable as far as the look, uh, gender options, uh, skin color, the whole nine, uh, and, and is very... Uh, customizable when it comes to uh, the level of skills, uh, what type of skills they can use. You're not hampered into classes. Uh, you start out with a class in the beginning, but you're able to use uh, the different skills from all of the other skill trees as you uh, level up and progress. So basically, you can make whatever type of character you want, especially in combat. Uh, the combat is a mixture of I'd say of a a Witcher and a Bloodborne style combat. Um, what makes this different from the Witcher is uh, you don't have the counter prompts uh, a la Batman uh, Arkham series that you have um, in the Witcher. It's more akin to a Bloodborne where you have to really analyze your enemy mm -hmm. and time your parries and dodges. Uh, Which I hate the dodges. <laughs> they suck. Oh my god, they're so bad. Get good, screw. No, no, no. A dodge is supposed to dodge, not step back in either direction. Like that is I think you just oh defined a dodge. I'm just saying. I literally no, think you just defined what a dodge just is. steps back. That is all they do. There's no rolling. There is barely any distance from when you're trying to dodge. It's like, oh, I'm gonna step back to the side. Like no, it's this barely any distance. Like, well, they can just smack you. What is that? Oh, so anyway, oh, so um, getting good aside, um, it has great dialogue options. Uh, the you know your your decisions actually matter in this game and have real consequences, uh, not mm -hmm. just like the illusion of of change and the illusion of consequence, like we've seen in so many other games. Uh, the Graphics are actually really, really beautiful. Uh, the art style is beautiful. And just the idea that it's set in a very colonial, almost 17th century uh, aesthetic, even though it's in a fantasy world, is just mind-blowing. Uh, for me, oh, and the price. 
price is not a 60 this is a 49.99 uh dollar game uh which even which makes it even better the idea that so much love and detail went into this particular project and the price point is just you know is definitely a buy um if you like rpgs if you like uh you know just games where you have strong story, strong dialogue options, and strong combat, I would tell you to buy this definitely. This is definitely a buy for me. It reminds me of Dragon Age. It has more more Dragon Age features to it, but when you say that, uh, when we say that the decisions you make matter, I mean... They they matter not only what you say, but who you take with you, like in your party, how you set it up, how you set up your because they don't they don't just freely give you um, points to just allocate wherever you want. You have to be very careful and meticulous as to how you set up your character. Or you're just going to die. So, I mean. It's it's a very intricate game. It's it's actually really really cool. It it's it's like a hybrid between you know Witcher and and uh, Dragon Age, which I love both of those games. So it's 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 a really good game. It's definitely a buy. All right. Hopefully, Drew, you will uh, you'll get this game so you can join. Yeah, it us. sounds yeah, it sounds cool. You did you did confuse me when you first ever told me about it when you were playing it though, because I thought when you said uh, Witcher, but with a party, I thought that you could have like you know human a human party with you, but then I later on found out it was an NPC party. Yeah. Yep. That's my fault, man. My bad. Let's see here. All right, so we know that that's a buy. Next, we're going to, again, talk about some silliness, but just like everything else, it's something that we definitely need to talk about. Okay, so uh, this article is from The Heavy. Hasbro has just revealed Miss Monopoly, a reinvention of the classic designed to celebrate female inventors. Rather than being a cutthroat game of property-building capitalism, Miss Monopoly instead requires users to invest in female inventors. Backing such women who invented Wi-Fi, chocolate chip cookies, or solar heating, the more money they make, the more the player makes. Miss Monopoly, which is on our list of best new toys in 2019, comes with $20,580 in Monopoly money, which incidentally is the same amount of cash Hasbro is given to several female inventors aged 13 to 16 to get their own inventions off the ground. Mm. Okay. So. What I know there's more than that. Than just that. Oh, yes. There's, there's so much more. So. Okay. Because so far it sounds great. Oh. Yes, doesn't it? it? It does. It definitely sounds great until you realize that the female players of this game start out with more money if you're a female playing the game, and you get more money when you pass go. Literally making the game, taking it from fair to completely unfair. 
And, you know, uh, if you've ever watched our streams, you know that we play Monopoly with the kids and that's our game. And I couldn't imagine, you know, my daughter and my wife being able to just blow past me in the game simply by virtue of their genitalia rather than their roles and their decision making. It's, it's actually kind of insulting. Well, my problem is, what if you're so bad at it that you lose anyway? Like, what does that make you? Like, <laughs> I mean, think, think about that. Like, at least when I lose at Monopoly, if I lose, it was a, okay, fair and square. You know, you lost, I lost. It's cool. But imagine me just having a buku's amount of money and just just losing the game. I would have some serious life questions after that. Like, yeah, like how trash are you really? <laughs> like how garbage am I, and can I ever play this game again? Like there would be so much like inward turmoil <laughs> because I would just be like, but I had the advantage and I still lost. Like how is what is my life right now? Like I wouldn't, I I I would not be okay with that. But then again, I'm the kind of person that's like, even if you're you're teaching me something, like when I first played video games, you know, I I wouldn't accept someone letting me win because that that was insulting to my intelligence. Because to me, I'm like either beat me fair and square until I get better or don't play with me because I don't want to feel like to me, that's, that's like telling me I'm not good enough. So I need a handicap. Like I'm not game dyslexic. I can do this. It's okay. <laughs> I don't need the handicap. I'm, I'm good. You know, I, and that's coming from someone with dyslexia. <laughs> so, you know, I don't, I feel like I should be able to stand on my own two feet and be able to do it, you know, and be able to play on an equal footing with with anybody. So giving me an advantage is kind of insulting as well. I don't know. That's my opinion on it, though. All right. Um, yeah, it's uh, the idea of it sound cool, like the part where it was saying it's teaching about the women inventors and stuff, which is very cool and educational. They should mm -hmm. do more stuff like it. That's a nice because you know cool. Monopoly is known for gimmicks. You know they'll do Monopoly, Star Wars, and stuff like it. Like it's you know they always doing like little stuff. So it's cool that they had a a woman one. Yeah. But it's the only thing I say. Like I said, is not cool. Is the 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 go thing. Like when you go past go, I get two hundred and you get two hundred and fifty or something like it. Like it's weird. It don't make any sense. The only way that it would make sense is if it, if Monopoly, the original game, was like that towards guys. It'd be like guys get two hundred, you know, two fifty, and girls only get two hundred. And then this game is made to be like, it's oh, Drew, that's time. sexist. Why would but you? But it's, but, it's, but it's not. <laughs> so it ain't. So it's weird. So it's. I mean, that's the only reason that I'd say. Honestly, I. I really think that they could have done better. Like, you know how um, the regular Monopoly has the, the cards, like the chance cards. And the, yeah. I feel like you should have done that with more educational. So you, you could have 
made the cards like every female inventor and then you get something that that they invented or some kind of money because of that yeah. something educational like, yeah they could you could have done that it, it's that an easy cool. fix the only thing like i said the only problem that sound bad is that that go past go thing and the it's just, start just a weird money Oh, they start out too. Well, it's it's yes. like I say, it just all sound it sound bad. The woman yeah. part is cool, like the women inventors and stuff. That's yes, completely one hundred percent cool. Because I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's got a bunch of stuff that women invented on it. I've never, yeah, you know, I never even knew they did or something. So that's cool. But yeah, the money thing is very yeah. weird. But I wouldn't go crazy about it because you know what I do if it's something I didn't want or didn't think I like, I just don't get it. And that's so I just yeah. be like. I just go whatever. Well, I just think it's a it's a wasted opportunity. It's something that yeah. it it was a really good idea because when he read it, I was like, "Yo, that's that's kind of yeah. bad. Like you, that's that's really cool." Yeah, you were like, "Where's the bad part at?" Like, yeah, I was like, what, "What's wrong?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "Tell me that's not it." Because if that's it, I mean, I I would totally go and buy that. Yeah, but, I wish, and, and it's and it's yeah. cool that they gave money away to to uh, the girls too. Because I I went and watched right. the video a while back when I heard about it, and I see they actually gave some money to mm -hmm. like different female like young inventors and stuff. So I was like, yes, they were doing really cool stuff. They just messed it up at that one part. It's like when they uh, yeah. I don't know they did everything, but they just messed up the last part. Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, because that's that means. Well, they messed up the actual gameplay part, the part that people actually are getting the game for, and that's to, you right. know, to apparently be upset at their uh, <laughs> at the other players because that's usually what we do in Monopoly. Yeah, people are using on fairness yeah, like they bargain. Somebody flip over the yep. table. Uh, yeah, Monopoly will end friendships. <laughs> you making it weird really deals. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, if I land on your spot, look, I'll give you half the money, and you can land on any of my spots. So, have to give me no money. Like, they just be people be making up crazy. I'm like, good <laughs> lord! I'm like, you on hard times? They ain't got no money. You, <laughs> you, you learn negotiation. This is yeah, why you play what, with your kids. Yeah, it is what it teach you, right? Or you just be cutthroat. You be like, no, nah, I want all your properties now. Put the money mm -hmm. on the table. They just. I hate you. <laughs> I'm not talking to you for like the next week. What Don't up? talk to me. <laughs> you lost. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever finished a Monopoly game in my whole life. And I've been playing since I was a little kid. And I've yep. not finished not one game ever because, <laughs> first of all, I go too long. Second, yep. somebody get mad. And third, mm -hmm. It's just the mad stuff. I think that's it. This that's the thing. Yeah, people just people get mad. Get it's mad. like pay, it's like playing spades. It's just <laughs> people just upset. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's a game. But no, back to the the new one. I think that it's really cool that they're encouraging little girls to go into science. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I think that's really freaking awesome. I, I loved science, but when I was younger, that that wasn't something that was encouraged like that. They yeah. were kind of like, "Well, why don't you go into the medical field or this and that?" And it's like, but but I like science. Like, <laughs> I would I would love to be able to learn more about it. Um, I even joined like uh, one of those summer programs uh, for science for girls. So I mean, that is really freaking cool. Like, I really enjoy that they did that. It's just. You know how you nowadays people just kind of take it too far, like an overcorrection. And, mm -hmm. It's like 
I think we went through the equality part already. I think that now we just need the, the opportunities, you know what I mean? The encouragement, you know, telling little girls that you don't have to go into the medical field if you want to, you can become a scientist and look how cool science is and look what you can really do. And these are things that encourage little girls and boys, you know what I mean? My kid wants to be a scientist, you know, he's, determined to become a scientist the other one wants to be a cop I mean it is what it is but you know you you see you see the kids and and the encouragement comes from the schools tv you know all that so I think that was a really good idea I think that the over basically telling girls that we will give you more than boys, we will give you more opportunity than boys. We're going to make things easier on you. Is not helping. Yeah, it's, it's not, not helping. It's not teaching them anything. No, you're you're making it harder for the little girls when they grow up and realize. Well, where's that? Don't happen for where's real. My, <laughs> work. Yeah, like, where's my easy? Where's my extra money? <laughs> Ain't no easy yeah. mode in real life, boy. I tell you what. <laughs> Like he's, I know this guy's been in the field for like 25 more years than me, but, but why can't I make more money than him? I did a monopoly. You know, it, it confuses kids. Yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. Not if that's your goal. If your goal is to actually help these little girls expand their knowledge in science and probably, you know, get them in a future where they become scientists, inventors. I mean, that's, you should tell them how it truly is, you know, yeah. give them another, that encouragement and send them on their way. Another thing is too, that it is a board game. Well, I'm talking about the company. Mm-hmm. They make it a board game and we can't look to them to be making anything to help anybody out anyway. They just know it's a, a money thing. That's all yeah, it they is. Know it. Nothing else. So yeah, they know it's the trend right now. Yeah. So we can't look at them to be like, Come on, Monopoly, what are you doing? You're supposed to be doing better. I'd be like, nah, nah, they, <laughs> well, no, no, I mean, they stole Monopoly even, from somebody. They stole it from some woman. <laughs> like, why don't you? But, but, but that's story? the thing. It's like, even as a board game standards, does it make sense? Because the whole point of the game is to give everybody an equal opportunity to win. Playing shoot if you're ladders. giving someone an advantage, then. Well, what are you doing? What kind of game is that? Who's going to want to play that? Yeah, you play like Candyland or Shoots and Ladders with your kid, and then your kid get an advantage because they're a kid. They're like, they can right. do and such and such. It's like, extremely like, boring. On? It's like, why yeah. do I want to play? So basically like, that Monopoly game is female only. So only girls like, can play that. Yeah, that's like starting spades with three books off top. <laughs> It's like, here Automatic. you go. Oh, that's going to cause <laughs> a lot of fights. There's going to be some yes. at the table. Yep. <laughs> you get one free reading the every game, too. Like, you know what like, I'm saying? On, what is going on? You get so, to you get to re- up, redo your books in the middle of the game. Like, yeah, if you like, didn't you know like what? I don't. I don't think I got eight, eight, eight books no more. I think we're going to go with four. Like, what? No. You go to yeah, you know, no. go to Jacob. I say Jacob. I just go over and look at his hand and be like, "Let me get this this two right here. Give me I'm, I'm gonna it right here. I'm gonna give you this heart. <laughs> here you go. Yeah. Thanks for the space. Nah. So it's safe to say that we'll probably be sticking to classic Monopoly. I mean, the most I'll do is the speed die. <laughs> I'm just gonna 
kind of. A Mario Party. I'll do the Star Wars. That? I'll play some there. Mario Party. There we go. That's my Monopoly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think that if you have a house full of girls, then that, that would be something you could buy. But just don't. You can't have a boy play that. It, wouldn't it just be the same Monopoly. as regular yeah, Monopoly then? Regular yes, it Monopoly would be. Then. You're right. But then it, but then they probably start making rules where you're like, who's the prettiest? And they're like, you get, you get a really shitty amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not I mean, in the rules, though, Drew. <laughs> I mean, but you know how people make their own rules. She like, they, the they will. I'm but the I can't blame. So I get, I get an extra thirty dollars. <laughs> like, blame Monopoly, but I can pretty tax. Hey, just sitting there making up new stuff. <laughs> Reason why they gonna get more money. Yep. It's real. Pretty text. All right. So let's move on to some TV shows. Mm. We'll hit on these real quick. Well, except for one. One we're going to get into real heavy, but. Uh oh. I hope that's one we're talking about first. Oh, let's see. Okay. Well, we can switch it up then. So. Uh, oh, what's up? Oh, no. I was going to say uh, I forgot what order it was. No, no, you go ahead. The order you had it. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, first we're going to talk about Netflix's Mindhunters. Season 2 has finally came out. After all this time, <laughs> finally came out. Yep. So, you know, we get to see our favorite uh, FBI agents. You know, we get to see old, old Bill Tench and Holden Ford interviewing these crazy serial killers trying to figure it out. Uh, we get mm-hmm. to see Wendy, you know, basically keeping them straight keeping them scientific because, you know, she's she the only real scientist in the whole thing. And, uh, you know, we're really just, we're focusing on uh, the Atlanta murders of uh, the late 80s and or early 80s. And we're also focusing uh, quite heavily on the BTK killer. So uh, what, what did you guys think about uh, Mindhunter Season 2? Um, I loved it, man. It was... It was good, like the first season. Uh, no complaints. I I love that. Um, like the the kind of reenactments they were doing because I seen like a side by side of like uh, let's say like the Charles Manson interview, the real interview with the TV show, and it was like spot on. It was like weird. It was going back and forth, and it was showing. And I was like, they like really going into detail with it. Um, I don't have anything bad to say about the show except for the way it just went off. It's like I, I, when it went off, it went off out of nowhere. And it was like an episode short. It was missing one episode and it just cut off. And I'm like, all right. Like, I don't know. It was just weird the way it cut off. That's the only thing I can say bad about it. Well, they it. did that last season, I think. They... No, last, but, but last season it had, it did cut off, but it cut off like a cliffhanger. <laughs> Like, the first season, it cut off like a cliffhanger. You knew it was the end. Like, everything they were looking for, it, right. it kind of stopped. But this second season, the way it, it, it was weird, the way it just went off. And I was like, mm-hmm. huh? And I looked at the thing, because I was like, oh, we missing an episode, too. Because, like I said, I think the first season is 10 episodes, and this one is 9. And I just mm-hmm. didn't know what was going on. And I, I meant to look more into it, but I didn't. I don't know what happened with that. Like, it was just weird. But other than that, everything else I loved about it, it was pretty good. Like I don't, I don't have anything bad to say about it. Are 
are we allowed to do spoilers on this or oh yeah uh so this is your one and only warning about spoilers okay. so if you haven't seen it um you might want to leave this video leave this podcast come back on and uh when you've seen it and then you know join us for some more commentary so go for it yeah because it's going to be really hard to talk about this without spoiling it i mean it's, it's going to be rough um i think there's so much that it would need to cover but um i think the uh we could start at the beginning you know like uh, they actually covered panic attacks you know and how he reacted to it and i think that <clears throat> oh, don't quote me but i'm pretty sure that um the i forgot is it holden yeah um, I'm pretty sure he's on the spectrum because of the way he manages yeah. the yeah. way he manages his emotions. Like he he has them, but he's very confused as to what they are and why they're yeah. there. When I watch, sorry to butt in on you real quick, but you saying something that makes sense. And the, when I've seen the first season, I thought it was gonna turn out he was gonna be like a serial killer because he's like so weird. Like you just watching mm -hmm. him, he's weird. But sorry, you can go ahead. Yeah, you you right. And the more you see him, the more you talk to him. Like when he had that panic attack, he was like, "What just happened?" And he was talking to people, and and it, and it's really funny the way the people around him view him. They're like, "He's a genius," but <laughs> <laughs> but y'all need to watch him because he kind of has little outbursts. And, you know, try to keep him on track. <laughs> it's like you put two babysitters on him because he's, he's, he's brilliant, you know, because he's truly fascinated by this. But I swear he's on the spectrum because there's just, he, he doesn't, he doesn't take social cues at all. Like... Like that one time where he went to the the captain's retirement dinner. Oh yeah. Oh, it was just like, dude, dude don't, don't you like get you. any cues? <laughs> like none. Just let it go. But nope. Like you just, it's just a big nope. He does what he wants, and and I think that that's that's one of the things that the show brought onto the table that, you know, I think that he might've been autistic and he's just yeah, really, he's really good at his job. Autistic was or something maybe. Yeah. And back yeah, then they didn't know what that was. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's number one. That's, that's one of the things they also cover the anxiety part of that, which, you know, that was also pretty, pretty new, you know, panic attacks and all that. Cause you know, so that was that was interesting. They gave him value. Yeah, so it was funny how his partner like was downplaying it, like you know, stop being a baby. Like he'd be like, "You been a man yeah. up." Like he just <laughs> he like, dude, no. he been, in, a, he been in, the, in the hospital for a couple days straight. Like something obviously wrong <laughs> like, with him. Yeah, he's like, "You got you got your crap together. All right, let's go. Can you dress yourself?" Like he was just like <laughs> he was like. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's, he's like the kind of dude that will bottle his emotions to the point of explosion. You know, he just pushes it down and down until it just explodes. Yeah. And I really want to cover, once I've gotten through that, I want to cover, um, oh, man, what is his name, Jake? Bill. Bill. I want to cover his life because his life got real complicated, like, in this series. Like, once we get to that, I'm going to let someone else talk. But once we get to that, I, I have some things to say about that. His wife. So many All right. Things. So getting into that, piggyback on what you talk about. Um, I enjoyed the um, the fact that they, they actually touched upon my hometown. Because I'm an Atlanta native. And I remember that for a long time, Wayne Wiggins was the boogeyman. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then to come to find out that he's just this little... You know, really a feminine. Hey, damn. Yeah, I didn't do nothing, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> Just <What is> do. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. I'm sorry. Give I... y'all some something to eat since y'all was following me. Like what? <laughs> oh no, I he don't was have a dog. something. FBI walking his house. I thought you didn't have a dog, but that's my dad's dog. Like he just—he's ridiculous, man. Like it's—it's it's, like it's not funny in the real stuff he was doing to people, but just him. He is a character, man. I don't know what's mm-hmm. up with him. They did a fantastic job with casting. Um, yeah, dude, this dude. Like <laughs> he looked just like him. Like it was like uncanny. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I really enjoyed this season. I wish that they would have. Um, done more uh, with the uh, BTK killer because, you know, they, they've been dropping hints about him through the entire season. Um, you know, how he was a, how he's a um, a uh, ADT installer, you know? Yeah. And he's his wife, bro. I know, his wife was killing me. Um, oh, my God. Oh, Lord, she walked in on she him. She caught him? Oh, bro. <laughs> She gave him. She well, gave him a book about sexual deviancy well, and made that, him sleep on the couch. It was funny when she called him because his first thing he's like, "I was just playing, baby." Like as your your get, I guess as a get out of any kind of trouble card right there. I was just playing, baby, and then she yeah. she gone. She she bounced. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was funny that she put him on the sofa. I'm like, yeah, we gotta call her. Well, you she gave call him books, bro. Something like that. Yeah, nah, <laughs> she gave him books. <laughs> I was done. A good so, wife, I mean, you know what a good wife would have done, don't you? Well, she would did. She she would want to start strangling him, and there you go, <laughs> get him off. <laughs> she did help him out. I <laughs> know, oh, right? This woman screaming and running weird. away like she caught an intruder. Yeah, she, what you doing? He, he into a weird kink. She could have helped him out. Okay, so. Now we got to talk about the realness. So my man Tench was dealing with it this season because he is basically raising a serial killer in training. Yeah. And I just need to know, mm-hmm. on a scale of zero to Skylar White, how terrible is his wife? Skylar White. Uh, I don't think she know. I don't think nobody's still, nobody's still on her level. I mm-hmm. think his wife, his wife. At least that, Skylar stayed. Nah. The way that they played her. I mean, like I said, I don't even know if that if that happened for real. I'm guessing because I'm thinking they everything on this show is supposed to be kind of you know real stuff, and I'm wondering if that happened for real. I need to look it up because if it did, I'm like, holy crap! Like, what's the chances of that? Like, you starting this 
serial killer trying to catch the and then your son is like serial killer in starting, you know, like it's weird. So and his I mean, wife he had a Manson vibe, if you will, because he didn't actually the little boy didn't actually kill anybody. Yeah. He they, just he might, suggested he might that they boss. put him You never know yeah, he like, be the boss. He might... <laughs> like he was just kind of like pin. Yeah. He the kid pin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean and the yeah, thing this... is like the the mom was such a hindrance. Like she was just yeah. Like but he see, he started opening up to his dad was like you know, and it, it just it was weird the way she was like she's like I know that you have this really important job that potentially sa- potentially saves like hundreds of people, but my feelings and the things I need and it was about her well, and it was just and we need well, to move and we need to get another house and it's she like felt some type of way well i can understand like on that side like i said this is what i say i don't think she's she more real than a lot of when they be making characters on tv because mm-hmm. a lot of people do just care about themselves and that's what she do i mean she's she she worried about the kid which is you know the motherly thing she like a lot of parents a male or female parents that just like don't see that kid being a problem like both of them were and then uh she's sitting there and she's just like we need to move we need to go here we need to do this let's just start over let's quit your job which is all bad stuff but that's what you know couples do you gotta sit there and y'all sit there and already be like this is why i can't leave we can't just leave because maybe we just bought the house and we ain't got no money to leave or this is close to my job that i got that i've been at for 15 years to move up you know then maybe she can be like okay but she won't having none of it like she knew what she wanted and he won't really pay it i mean he was running himself back and forth doing the stuff but it was i mean weird. It was he like had he a was... job that he had to finish he also told yeah. her when i am done catching this lunatic who is killing little boys yeah then we will talk about this yeah, I'm That's sorry, I'm but saying. when she married him, she knew what man she married. She knew this man had a job to do. I mean, if you can't take care of the kid, because that is the only thing she did. Okay, she had no job, no other responsibility except home and child. Yeah. You know, and that's it. That was your only freaking job. Yeah. So where were What's you when your child was getting in trouble? I just hate how she walked out on him and then left him with the little baby bed. Like she yeah, can't she even leave him. Bed. <laughs> <laughs> like As she just—that was the yeah, most horrific like said, thing. It was and took up. his son. But like I said, when it to be the worst, I couldn't put on the worst character. Still, I could see that happen and be like, "Yeah, she overreacted by bouncing out." Like the man just finished the case, he got home, everything probably been better, and he's just like. Oh, they gone. Like he's just looking around, like, oh, they gone, and you know. But like I say, I can understand why she's doing because she, she just like a lot of parents. The kid is bad. Me personally, if my my kid didn't done so. I'm like, I'm sorry, you gotta go. I'm like y'all got somewhere to put him because I can't have him in the house with me. I can't. I could, have no, I could not have no killer in the house with me. I don't care. Like I know some people be like he's just my baby, and it was that. I'm like, nah, dude, you gotta go. I can't. I mean, she was trying to just deny the whole situation. She didn't want him in therapy. She didn't want him. Like, she was trying to normalize what had happened. And it's like, you can't. This kid is 
damaged at the point at this point. Like he needs help. He needs you. He needs a, a therapist. He needs somebody to be there and talk to him and explain why certain things are not right. And she and was she's just still not taking him it. to the park like it's all good. Yeah, it's just and, like, then oh got, my God. and then go and get mad at the mom because the mom seen him like go play with that little girl, and the mom was like, like hey, yeah. honey, let's go. And then she looking at him like, how dare you take your daughter away from my son who had something to do with a baby being killed? I'm like, get out of here, right? Like, now, yeah. now here's here's the only part that I was like really differing with everybody on on this entire season, with with especially in that particular subplot. So they like blaming this little boy and they blaming the other little kids that, you know, that was, you know, being too rough with the baby. But I'm like, why? How did you lose your whole baby? Come on, man. We know this is this is this is best. This is the olden days, too. But you yeah, know but this was a toddler. Somebody, I mean, it was a toddler. It wasn't yeah, like no the real you know, kids. You maybe know? They just, yeah, maybe they we don't know. Um I don't know. Like I say, it's weird. Maybe they was like, hey, we'll watch your kid for you, Miss Sally. Who knows? I don't know what Miss Sally messed up. I don't know how it could have happened. I don't know if they just went and snuck and took the kid from, from and well, what did they say? From the playground? Where did they get their kid from? They, I don't know, but they ended up in that house. Like, yeah, it's I like, how? In the house, but I was trying to remember if they said the kid got taken away from, like, they were all at the playground or they were somewhere together. And they snatched that kid up. I can't remember. If, I can't remember. Off well, it was the it was the their son's idea to take it to the house because remember that was her house. Yeah, they had the key. He knew where the key was and the code. Mm, and all he knew the code. And and then and, when they killed the kid, then he the one who they said was like, put it on the cross and this and that, and yeah, he'll come back, back yeah. to life and all. I'm like, yeah. See, this is what Christianity does. Oh Lord! So Jesus comes back, <laughs> and Thank he you. was trying to bring Jesus back well, and make the toddler Jesus, and it didn't work out. So, you so double, I can double first. We, we can <laughs> safely assume and say that everybody enjoyed uh, Mindhunter season two. Yeah. So oh, we got to say one more character real quick. Go for oh, it. Oh yeah, there's Charles more. Manson is the biggest, goofiest, frost loses. Like, he's the biggest loser I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, man, Them I glasses, like glasses. get the glasses. They leave. He comes, hey, stole he, uh, the glasses. Paul stole your glasses. We put them in, we're gonna put them in the hole. And dude was like, what the? He was like, I gave, <laughs> like, I gave him glasses. Like, he just, it just showed what kind of person he was. Like, it was weird. Yeah, it like, was really good. <laughs> Yeah, that was him, and I mean the two two best characters so far for me were Manson and um, um, well, I mean from this season, not yeah last season. You know who it was, but yeah, um, from this guy. season, Kimber, yeah. yeah, yeah. But from this season, that the one in Atlanta, I mean that dude was a trick. <laughs> he was something. I mean, he drove them around to. To get them food, he's like, "You guys must be tired following me around all day." Oh, you gotta try go. to do the voice, Sadi. Come on, try I can't do, do that. Do it. I can't. I can't. It's, it's not my thing. <laughs> you got. You got to do it though. You hey to. guys, he said, "Look like you guys were hungry. All that chasing you doing." <laughs> you sound. You sound like uh, what's that? What's that old man that talk about popsicles? Herbert the pervert. <laughs> yeah, that one. No, he's just oh, like. 
No, that's that's my daddy's dog. That ain't yeah. my dog. That ain't my dog. They be like, dude, you know what we talking about? You got a dog in the perimeter Boy. of you, like it's somewhere near you. Like, well, like, like I told then, you before, I I'm just going to meet a lady to hear her saying this. Like what? It's three o'clock in the he morning. He just kept making excuses. <laughs> oh my god! I have to bring up one more character, the new leader of the FBI. I love him. Love him. He is great. That dude he had juice. Showed up like all might. He was like the all might of the show. He would just show up and just like I am here to save the day. <laughs> it's like, He's like yeah. I just here? love how he go to he go to each individual agent. Hey man, um, I'm gonna need you to watch Holden. Um, <laughs> yep. you know <laughs> and I, I think, think he's very valuable to the team. I just need you to put a leash on him. <laughs> Oh, he's a, he's a funny dude. Um, it was, was one more person on there. Something happened. I came. Oh, the the woman FBI. Well, she ain't an FBI agent, but the doctor the, lady. I guess. Like, yeah. I, I loved, loved her in first season. I like her in this one too. But it was weird where mm-hmm. she when she was with that lady. The yep. one part that I was just like that made me go, "What the hell?" Is when the lady told her, "Hold on." She ran downstairs to go talk to the husband, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, hey." You got anybody there? She's like, no. Or you seeing anybody? Or no, no. What he said is, uh, she said, I got somebody I'm dating. I want to introduce friend. to the no, kid. No, I have a friend. She didn't say dating. Oh, okay. I have a well, friend. Well, whatever. And then she was like, <laughs> are they special or serious or something? And she was like, no. And a woman just sitting around and she sneak out the back. I'm like, why? You know she talking to Be- the man. Like, you know people have problems. And because she didn't to- want, she didn't want, I mean, once she was like, he's you know, he was like, I don't want you introducing him to anyone. Then it was time to go. I mean, I understood why she left because it was time to leave. No, no, no. Like, no, that no. was important. She left. That ain't why she left. She left. She didn't want to be the side piece. She did, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. It was because she got mad that the girl was lying to the to the boyfriend called and said that she was just a friend. And then was she serious? Were they serious? No. She, like, why couldn't she, she understand that she lying to the bo- the ex? So just so she can get a kid and go and do what she got to do. Like I'm. Well, she was lying for more than that reason. I mean, think about it. Yeah, she was yeah, mad she, for more than that. She reason. wouldn't have been able to see her kid probably because she's a liar. But also, she would have had more problems because if you really, really think about it, she had like you know everybody got to live their life the way they see fit. You know to be happy. Or whatever. Well, she's a hypocrite. But real talk, she left her whole husband and child. Yeah. Yeah, because she was tired of it. Like it was, it was, uh, it was interesting. I can understand like, it completely, but like I said, she, it's the only thing. Like if, if well, I'm she talking, was, oh, she was telling her, like you know, you've got to be more open about yourself. Yeah. She was telling her, you know, live your life, blah blah blah. You know, lies are not necessary. You just got to. But be that woman is free a psychiatrist and, and, and smart, and she knows that you sometimes you have to put on a show for somebody to. Just some things you have to do that too, and I can understand why she did it, but I don't understand why she. Like I say, it was just seemed like some drama for a show, for her to go mm. run away. Oh no, I'm leaving. I gotta go because she said I won't. I'm just a friend, and I'm not special. Run off. Like I say, because I can understand well, why that remember, woman have to Remember, like she was, she was literally trying to stop her son from going upstairs just because she was there. Yeah, and more she importantly, probably, she went off on her after she had asked her if she wanted to move in. Like she had a whole fit. A yeah. whole and you remember, she also said, hey, I'm, you know, she lied about it. She was like, I'm going to move up 
upstate New York where it's really nice, you know, and she oh, no, the reason she, she had to fit about her moving with her is because she said she tried to say she's gonna move her in the side room. She was like, if we move together, I wanna be in this room, not no side room. That's what that was right. about. They wanna that wasn't a And that um, and that's the thing. So she had a whole fit about that, but then she's going to Yeah, but I think she, once they got was, serious, I think she would have told him about it. But I like I say, I can understand I can see like the best way to put it is like one of my friends, let's say use I don't want to use anybody's real name, so I'll say John. My friend John, he's got a baby mama. He know like he know that his baby mama, like he sees his kid, she brings him to her, they being cool. But the second he know that his baby mama know he got a new girlfriend, she gonna start acting funny because he got a chick. So what he do is don't tell about his chick. Who is that girl? Oh, it's just uh What's that? It's Drew's friend right there. Or something. She go, oh, okay, because the second she find out, she's like, well, guess what? I ain't bringing the kid. Like, she just started being funny. That's what I think That's real. dad would have did. That's all the thing I've seen. But I'm saying that the woman shouldn't have got mad. The but that's the thing. Lady. Like, So she's she, never going to be part of the family because no, the she son's going to go home. I think she would. Yeah. The son will go home and be like, hey, mommy's got a girlfriend. And then the father is going to be like, you lied to me. And then she's not going to get to see her son anyway. Well, so would have been, the only would way have been to get. That would have happened later on, I guess. I don't know. But right. I, I can see why they had to lie. And I, I think, think that it was them. just too complicated for her. And I think that was her right to, to decide whether it was too complicated for her. Because the one, the one girl presented herself a certain way. And that's what she liked about her. That she was free and not afraid of anything. And then. She turns around and does that, and it's like, oh, you're not who I thought you were. You're not free and unafraid. You're you're afraid of this situation, and it's probably it was too much for her. It was, you know, and and she made a choice. So I mean, I don't know. I feel like it was up to her to decide if she wanted to deal with that situation or not. Right, right. All right. So let's get to our next series. What I really wanted to talk about. Oh, that boys. wasn't it. We them boys. <laughs> oh, so, Lord. Let me, uh, let me, I know, right? Let me get to the uh, synopsis of this real fast. <laughs> oh, come on. I know, right? And then we'll get through it. <clears throat> All right, so whew, the boys is set in a universe where superpower people are recognized as heroes by the general public and owned by a powerful corporation, Vought International, which markets and monetizes them. Outside of their heroic personas, most are arrogant and corrupt. The series primarily focuses on two groups, the seven, Vought International's premier superhero team, and the titular boys, vigilantes looking to keep the corrupted heroes under control. The boys are led by Billy Butcher, who despises all superpower people, and the seven are led by the egotistical and unstable Homelander. As a conflict ensues between the two groups, the series also follows the new members of each team, Hugh, Huey, Campbell, of the boys, who joins the vigilantes after his girlfriend is killed when one of the seven, A-Train, collides with her at super high speed and Annie January, Starlight, of the seven, a young and hopeful heroine forced to face the truth about the heroes she admires. 
All right, so let's I get think into you should, it. You should probably go first on it, Jacob. All right, so I have been a fan of this particular uh, comic book series because this series, which is on Amazon Prime, uh, started out as a comic book series by uh, Garthinus, and I fell in love with the characters. I fell in love with the just the, the overall world that they live in, in which superheroes are essentially on the level of professional uh, athletes. That's that's the best way that you can really quantify their celebrity status in the world. And just watching uh, the series, even though it takes a lot of different turns in the books, um, there's definitely some changes uh, in the overall formation of the boys and how they operate. Um, for the most part, the, the spirit of the story is intact. And really the, the overall theme or themes of, uh, of the series are definitely intact in the show. And um, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the casting, uh, especially, especially the seven. I, I really enjoyed who they got to play certain characters like Queen Maeve. I love the actress they got to play her. The actor that they got to play Homelander spot on um i love the fact that they revamped the character of the deep um to just being this goofy like almost boy band <laughs> type guy um and i really enjoy just the dialogue like the way the series is written you can tell that you know the the writers were fans of the comic book because of just the way that the back and forth of the dialogue goes um as far as the boys are concerned, casting was spot on. Uh, Billy Butcher being uh, portrayed by um, Carl, uh, Carl Urban, fantastic. Um, Laz Alonzo as Mother's Milk, great, great casting choice. Uh, the kid they got to play, uh, Huey, really good, really good casting choice. Frenchie and the female, they definitely were really good casting choices. So overall... I mean, as far as the plot is concerned and everything, I enjoyed it. Um, if there is an option to buy this on Blu-ray, I'm definitely going to pick that up uh, just because it's something that I would love to go back and watch in like a year or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You want to go, Nah, you can go first. Um, like Jacob said, um, I've known about the comics. And I, I'd never read them, but it's one of those things where you know all the stuff about it. So I started to get into them and read about them before the show it came out. And when the show came out, I heavily enjoyed it. It's really good. It's nice to see all these archetypes of superheroes we know being bad. And it's just funny because they're like, they're superheroes, but they're they're not good at being superheroes either. Like when you look at them, no, like they're horrible. <laughs> and especially in the, in the comics, they are. But in the TV show so far, they 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 pretty bad at stuff they be doing. And uh, yep, I like everybody that got cast in here. Like that mother's milk though, man. That is like perfect. I was like, that dude was made he's for funny. that. Like he looks, <laughs> yeah, like he's so cool. Like they made him so mm -hmm. chill and everything. Uh, I'm loving. I love Frenchie. Uh, yes, the, fem the female, she okay, but uh, first season right now, I'm not 
like she ain't my favorite or nothing like it. Like I hope in second season or something, like I know it'll be build up even more, but right now she mm-hmm. ain't to me, she ain't the top one. Um Butcher, I'm cool with him. He's not comic book butcher, comic book butcher kinda a D head. Like this one ain't mm-hmm. he a D head, but he a D head the bad guys, which ain't so it ain't that bad, but um what's the uh main guy's name we follow all the time? Huey. Um yeah, Huey. He, he all yeah. right, but I no, no no I was saying him, he's all right. He ain't the like I'm saying I like his character and stuff, but I'm just saying he as out of all the, he girls, grows. Like the female, I'm like, whatever. And he's yeah. He's just the he's just the every man. He's the one we all supposed to be in his position watching like everything going on. And then um the the people in the seven, love all them, man. Like uh the little Aquaman guy. Like I said, I don't remember people. The like, deep. So I'm just calling the who they are. Yeah, the deep. The hilarious. deep. <clears throat> yeah, the deep hilarious. And he's he's like the Yamcha of the team. And, he is the Yamcha of the team. And he's starting to try. <laughs> I just love the scenes where he's trying to save animals and it just keep going bad. And he, he really bad. does. And he got then he got me too at one point. Uh, <laughs> I mean that was that was earned though. He earned he that did. one. Yeah he did. Yeah but it's just he funny. earned that. And then he uh, messed up. The invisible guy was hilarious. Like oh, he, yeah. like, he was like he was a he was a straight pervert man. Translucent any you know if you a if you're a woman and you in a bathroom at any any time just Swing your hand out in in a random direction, you might punch him because he's up in there, somebody mm-hmm. watching you butt naked. And uh, yep, I love the what is the Wonder Woman's name? I forgot. Uh, Queen Maeve. Queen Maeve, great character. I like her. I like her a yeah. whole lot. And I can see them building on her. Um, who else? Oh, A Train. I love how cocky. Like I love that they everything they did about A Train. Like he, you mean Deion Sanders in the hospital? <laughs> you yeah, you can't that tell me A Train wasn't Deion Sanders, bro. He, he every cocky person ever. He uh homeboy that was in basketball. There was a uh he changed his name, Metal World Peace. Uh, yeah, he, he he just everybody that's co- uh, cocky. Um, but he's hilarious. <clears throat> like he just it's stupid. Perfect. I know people were like I, I I didn't hear it much, but I know somebody said something about him changing his making A Train be black. But it's like they changed the D yeah. from being black to white, so it's like whatever. And um, it's perfect though. I love the. I don't know. I can't <clears throat> see anybody else being A Train. Like that dude killed it. Like he is a great. He man. did. And, he um, did a really good job. Whoever is <clears throat> from the seven, I'm gonna do what's name last. Uh, he might be the one next. Um. The man uh, Noir is in there. Oh, Noir, yeah. yeah, he ain't doing, but I like Noir, and he's like he's <laughs> he's cool. He just like, does <laughs> his job. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's what he do. He's just happy with he, him because he does his job. Yeah, <laughs> nobody. Yep, that's him. all he do. He's just chilling. They ain't saying nothing as usual. Just chill, mm-hmm. straight chill. And like when then, the girl was talking to him, and she was like, "Hey," and he just like grunts at her and walks off. <laughs> Just like Jesus. Yeah, he's he's great right now. And then he is. the last guy who's the main the main You got Starlight. Seven. Oh homeland. Well yeah. Starlight, yes, I I like her. She but she right there with the Huey thing. Like she the person I guess we watch as the audience and be in there what a like holy you know, what am I 
look at this crap I got into. Like, you know, I'm I think it, I think heroes. it's her character is interesting mainly because she's like one of those Southern Belle, really yeah. Christian, Christian yep. girls, yeah. <laughs> And yeah. just like her whole world collapses. Yeah, Those it does. Like, girls. Yeah, collapses mm-hmm. around her. Like she's slowly just like, that's why I say her and Huey are pretty much there for us as the audience. Like they're the ones who bring us in and you're like, what? What is going on? Like, you know, it's just crazy. <laughs> but uh, uh, yep. what's the main, what's the leader of the seven? Homelander. 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 I love they got my boy playing him who was from uh, Banshee. If you ain't never seen mm-hmm. the show, go watch it. Greatest fight scenes in a TV show ever is on Banshee. Um, but that guy, I love him, man. Like, he goes from being smiling and acting like he's just a goody two shoe, and he will change his face to straight lunatic. I don't want nothing to do with this dude at all, face in a second. Like, it's crazy. Yep. He like, is scary. Yeah, he. He's scary in the thing that, like, you, he make you imagine, like, what if it really was a Superman type person on Earth? And it's no other super mm-hmm. like it's nothing you can do to him. Like he's just a he's a prick, man. He's he is. <laughs> I just I love the way he talks to bitch. everybody. I love yeah. how, how he talks to people. Like he talks to you like if you say anything that he don't like in yeah, his he'll presence, kill you. He laser will to your, your face. Yeah, yep. he'll laser beam you. Like but when he was this. scolding the deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! He was scolding the whole crew. He's like, "Now we don't have to talk about this again." Now, do we, deep? I love that when he's in the room talking to everybody. He's like, "You doing this? You doing mm-hmm. this? You doing?" He's like, "Not you, Noir. I love you, man. You doing? You doing good? You just, <laughs> no, you're freaking great." <laughs> and I and I love when he's uh, talking to like people in the public. He's doing the Keanu Reeves. He's like, "You're great, and you're the best." And no, you're the hero, and this. I like mm-hmm. this dude is hilarious, man. Yeah, you know, you know who he reminds me of. You ever have that coach in school who, like, if you was doing like real good, like you know, you running the laps and everything, he'd be like, "Good job, man. Good job. Yeah. Great hustle." <laughs> and then like there'd be a one kid that's just like screwing up on the field. And he'd be like, "You get yourself over here!" Like he'd be like, <laughs> you know, he just completely changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But all like I say, man, there's so many characters, and all of them are different. Nobody's the same. Everybody got their own personality. It's great. Yep. Like I love everybody. Like, but for the most part, everybody's crappy. Like yeah. it's just like everybody is crappy in their own way. It's yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah, it is. Like I said, it's a great <laughs> show, and I can't wait for season two. And I'm hoping I hope it go on for a bunch of seasons. But I want it to go yep. on for if it go on for long, I want it to stay good. I don't want it to go on long and. Turn the crap. Yeah, go on too long. Because yeah. I hope they, I hope they dive into the stuff that was in the comics, like the fake X Men team and the fake mm-hmm. Avengers and and the, the Nazi fake, team. Yeah, man. They need. Mm-hmm. I, I hope, man. I'm just praying they jump into that stuff, man. Well, it, they've it already changed the story from the comics, so we'll yeah, see. So that, might, that may or may they not completely happen. switched the story. Because that's yeah, the thing, yeah. like, at the end with Homelander, you're just like, yeah. what the I mean, that's a hell? Big, like, it's a lot of stuff they change. Like, some, some people, like, it's been a male-female swap out for mm-hmm. character. And they have changed a lot of story. Um, mm-hmm. But I think 
like even the the villains on here. The reason the villains are coming is a completely different way than the other thing. I'm guessing the the villains. Can we talk about spoilers or no spoilers? Well, here? let's not get into too much spoilers. Okay. But what we can say, because I know where you're going with that. The thing, and and I agree with you to a certain extent, because the thing that kind of put me off to the show a little bit, not enough for me to not watch it, but enough for me to, like, pause, is the idea that only America has heroes. Like, that's that's completely antithetical to what's going on in the comic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it makes for good television, but, like, you know, it just, it's rough when you know. Yeah, it's doing weird TV stuff. Like it's it's doing that thing where some, like I say, it's perfect, and I recommend. I, I how you doing your little vote the um, the rating? I'd say stream it and buy it. Like you do both of them. Yeah, and definitely. It's, it's just great. Like, but it's just it's just weird when TV shows do change because this TV show got a lot of changes, but I don't mind them. But it's like that one right there is one, and it's just like some other little stuff, and you'd be like, how's this gonna affect? some other stuff for the season two and three and stuff like that. Like, I'm wondering how it's going to affect it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I I was going to get to it chapter two and some other things, but I think we're going to save that for the next episode because yeah. we got, we got some stuff we got to talk about and we're going we gonna to have to put that for the next episode. But, um, you know, I really enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed the podcast with y'all today. So let's do our outros. Um, you know where to find us. You can find us on all social media, 8-Bit Heroes. That's usually either 8-Dash or 8-Underscore-Heroes. 8-Underscore-Bit-Heroes. Uh, eight um, that's on Twitter, Facebook, BitChute, Minds, YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram. Basically, any type of social media, we're on it. Uh, you can find us. Drew? Um, I want to say... I want to recommend some video games real quick before I go. Definitely check out Remnant. Great game. And the 19th is going to be a new, like I say, a whole new patch of stuff. Uh, Monster Hunter, if you play Monster Hunter World, jump back into it because that expansion came out and it is great. Like, I'm loving it. Like, I'm enjoying being back in Monster Hunter and it's it's the best. And then Division 2 people, next month they are doing a whole lot of changes to make it better because it's been a little dried out up in there. So they fixing a bunch of stuff. So that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> what you got, Risa? I don't have anything to say. I'm not interesting like y'all. Um, <laughs> you know, enjoy y'all's uh, day, night, you know, whenever you hear this. Well, well and, you ain't going to uh, tell them about your new podcast, the, the Saudi Dream Podcast? that's never gonna happen i'm kind of glad that y'all hadn't pushed me to scaring saudi to a war oh i mean oh yeah by the way everybody new episodes of scaring sarisa coming soon that Um, wasn't an invitation yep it's gonna be terror time i'm trying to tell you all right one more podcast I forgot. I was hoping to catch Sadi's other podcast she got too, the one with mm-hmm. her and te- and Tethered Jacob. That's gonna be a great one. <laughs> Tethered Jacob. No, yeah. that's no. That's oh god. You're gonna give me nightmares. 
I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night and stab him. Just for all the uninitiated, that's a us reference. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. Some of y'all, some of our listeners might not have seen that. It is a Negro movie, so I understand how you may have missed. Oh my god! No, 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 no! You put that away. Well, you know what that mean, audience. Jacob, says I feel, I style. feel like if you if you die, Jacob, I feel like you need to blame. Like you need to go haunt. Uh, Drew, because he's I mean, the I one that deserves dead. this haunting. I'm gonna just be in a basement for a while, and I'm gonna have to come up on Drew and be like, "Once upon a time, <laughs> I got stabbed. There was a shadow. <laughs> and oh my it god, was me stop it! It's so creepy. When you did a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, guys. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us, and we'll get with y'all next week. Uh, pay attention to our other shows that we have coming out through the week. We have various YouTube videos. Um, we do a live stream almost every day. Maybe we might miss like maybe one day or two, but for the most part, we live stream every day. Um, if you want to hear our more serious topics, uh, listen to our show, We Need to Talk. If you want to uh, just laugh with us on a weekly basis, watch the podcast. If you want to see uh, Sadie get scared out of her mind playing uh, survival horror games in VR, uh, check out Scaring Sarisa. Um, and if you want to see us uh, school these, these young kids you know, on, on what real gaming is about, check out our live streams uh, over the weekends and meet the Millers. So uh, with that being said, you know, we'll see you all next time. Bye. Hello. Don't don't watch scaring series so I don't have to do it. Right. Everybody. You're doing it. Basically. No.